This is the MDRT Podcast. Most of us were not ready for a global event like we are experiencing in 2020. That can impact everything from clients who are not tech savvy to those who want you to advise them on more than their finances. During a Zoom call on April 28th, Miliana, Jakarta, Indonesia. Sherry Ong, Quezon City, Philippines. Anant Jain from Ranchi, India. Discuss specific client examples that show how they are putting their clients' minds at ease. For now, thinking about the client interaction and uh, in my part of the world, uh, like people are not very tech savvy. They're not digitalized yet. So the last almost 40 days, I'm trying to uh, get in touch with my clients and making them tech savvy so that nothing gets stopped for them, like their renewals or maybe for that reasons, their tax savings, because uh, everything will happen at their own time. I mean, they have to take uh, the financial year in in my country ends up at 31st of March. So for us, it was one of the most crucial, crucial times like March didn't happen this year. So almost 40% of the business didn't happen. But a major, major chunk of the business happens in March. So we have the renewals that get stacked up, couldn't be deposited. So yes, my first priority right now is to educate my clients to become tech savvy and understand the easiest formats of getting online. Can you give a specific client example that was meaningful or challenging? Yes, I'll tell you what happened with me was uh, when this thing happened and uh, we were facing a little challenge with the, the depositing of renewals because commuting was stopped. So I started calling up personally to the clients. I mean, the renewal parts are generally taken care by my office. So they were not able to convert them into the online thing. So I had to move into because the new business is not happening right now. So uh, all I have to take care is of the renewals. So when I started with, uh, I mean, one of these clients, uh, this community, this uh, this is a small business, medium and small entrepreneurs. So what happened with them is there's a lot of fear of uh, the cyber issues related to their net banking or uh, maybe online transactions. So people have in mind if I go online, so something of this sort will happen to me because I am putting on my data there. So people have that fear, but fortunately the companies have come up with such wonderful access that you don't have to put much data at all. So there are UPIs, there are uh, gateways from where you can make direct payments, just punch in your policy number and make the payment. That's it. It gets debited from your account directly. So I have been almost teaching clients. I made a video and circulated it almost to 2,500 odd people and in uh, social media. So uh, problem comes because the financial control is generally taken by the head of the family or the eldest brothers who's working. So uh, what happens is when they have this hitch, I have to go through the youngsters then because youngsters are very much tech savvy right now. So this happened with a client and I had to go through from the youngsters. And then I could only make them understand, okay, now this is comfortable because we have been doing online shoppings and stuff. So we can also make a uh, huge payments, like uh, a payment, making payments of a million and uh, half a million uh, as a premium. They keep it on a hold. During the first two weeks, we really need to call our clients or our prospects, but we have to be conscientious about asking their situation and not really seek for a sale. Because uh, during that time, it was the time that people are starting to realize what is really happening. Because at first, we were just saying, that, oh, we're on a lockdown or we're just in the big brother house. 
But then when people started to realize and some of the people started to realize that their income has been cut off, then it becomes a reality. So it is for us advisors to really give them their sanity back, help them any way we can. So I give my clients or my prospects, my sources, where I buy my groceries, where I buy my needs, where, where I, how do I get by or how do my family get by every day? And then sometimes we share tips also on cooking, what dish to make, because you cannot just have one, one dish for one week. So just being innovative about everything and then they will loosen up, they will ease up on you. And then that's the time you talk to them about where their family is in this time of the crisis and how's their policy. So that's the time we can open up about policy review and how the company is doing if they would want to have an additional insurance to protect their risk. So it's time for that assessment. It's time for that reality that where we are now is a practice of where we will be when we retire. Because when we retire, everything stops, but our expenses go up. So right now, this is where they are. This is where we are. We can relate to them and we can give them advice that this too will end, but we just don't know when and they can start now. So I think the first thing that we have to do is our mindset. Whether we are still energized, we still have the enthusiasm, we have this positive thinking about our goal and we don't want to give up our goal. And in the last one month, I handled several major claims. One of them is stroke. My client got stroke. And then when I handled the claim and the claim approved and paid in the situation of COVID like this, my client said to me like this, Millie, this money is so, so, so precious because of his true condition, of course, he cannot go working anymore. And because of the COVID situation, his business is also decreasing. So this money is really means a lot for him to continue living, to cover the expense for the treatment, as well as to pay the employee salaries. Because even though the business closed, however, the company has to pay the salaries, right? And this amount of money that he got from the critical illness coverage really means a lot for him. At least for the next two years, he can still live with the peace in mind and not worry about the financial. And then one of my clients also died due to the car accident. It was on the 29th of March. So actually just about one month ago. So I couldn't imagine that he has to die in the situation like this and leave the widow and the kid only 15 years old. And the, the widow is housewife only. No income, no capability to work. And when I managed to deliver the claim, and he said to me how precious the claim and how meaningful it is because he really don't know where he has the money because the husband does not have liquid money. All of Many of the assets are in terms of property. So when I look at the situation, it reminds me again about who I am and what I do. That we are having the meaningful profession. We are having the meaningful job. So people need us. Whatever the condition, COVID or not COVID, we are the person who are 
having impact to other people. So this gave me the motivation that I need to do uh, my top of the table, not because of the target, not because of the income, not because of the achievement, but I want to save more people. I want to reach out more people and bless more people with my profession. And this COVID time should not prevent me to fulfill my goal and to make me not doing anything. But I need to find ways how to do more creatively. Now, that's why what I do is I created my, ho my home now to become my office. I try to learn Zoom, even though I don't know how to do it. Yeah, I try to learn Zoom because this is the way that we can do, right? Even though my, some of my clients can do Zoom with me, some of them, they are more convenient just doing the video call through WhatsApp. That's okay. But I prepare myself in case people also want to meet me in Zoom. And I want to create the experience. That's why I learned how to make Zoom in the proper way. I want to have a good looking in the Zoom. Yeah. So I bought the camera. I bought the webcam to display our picture in the Zoom more sharp and more appropriately. I also bought the headphone so that my voice can be heard clearly by people who want to meet me, by my client. And I also try to create the virtual background like this to make people feel, wow, this is a good thing. Then, you know, when we go to see people, we want to be look good. We want to wear the nice dress. We want to drive the nice car or bring the nice handbag. But of course, now we cannot show them our nice car or nice handbag, right? At least we can show them the way we are presenting ourselves, we dress well, and we will. I want to make the virtual office in the very elegant and the professional, so that people when see us, they can look us professionally. They they see that uh, we are doing this. Really, really want to do the best to meet them in a professional way. So this is what I do in this current situation. This episode is part of MDRT's podcast series about advisors adapting to the global health crisis and down market. If you'd like to subscribe, find us on Spotify and SoundCloud, and we'll see you next time.